All right, hello guys, and today we're going to go over the magic and what moves they should make in the offseason. Um, just a quick look at their free agents. Otto Porter leaving the team um, with his $28 million contract, and that opens up a lot of space. And James Ennis leaving as well. Um, you guys think they should resign either one of those two? No, they're old. Yeah. So, what I thought. So what that means is the Magic are one of the rare teams with actually some money to work with. They have ten million, um, as well. But I'll start with Darnell here. What moves do you think this team should make going forward, and what do you think really the vision for the Magic should be in the next coming years? Well, I think um, the vision should be built around. They got a couple assets that yep. you know makes sense on this roster. You know, I like Wendell Carter Jr. for them. I probably like Mo Bamba uh-huh. a little better. I like Jonathan I like Isaac. Both of them. <laughs> yeah, me too. I like Jonathan Isaac. Boltz has potential. He's already under contract, so is Isaac. So you have Cole Anthony has potential and you have the fifth and eight picks. So I think the future is I think they probably draft another wing to probably eventually to replace, obviously, Otto Porter. They need to replace Gary Harris as well. Yeah, I was going to go there. <clears throat> he's he's probably not going to be in there long-term for the future, and he's making way too much money. Yeah, yeah. last year was so, It is last year. So he's probably going to be an expiring and that makes a lot of sense for yeah. some teams mm-hmm. because that's a valuable piece on the open market once it's closer to the deadline. So I, I see it foresee a possible move there and yeah. they got younger and towards the end of the season Orlando actually were they were winning some games they were yeah. making some strides and showing that you know they, they're they're a scrappy bunch that even though they don't have a superstar quote-unquote that as a collective that they can do some things so I don't see them as a playing team next year or anything like that but I think if they draft the right pieces at five and eight say uh Maybe it could say maybe they go Jonathan Kaminga out of the G League Unite, maybe at five. Maybe they go Scotty Barnes at five. That's still up in the air. So it's some options for them at five. And, and at eight, they can just take the best player available. So I think overall, it's a team that should be a little optimistic because they have enough draft capital to where they and, and they're under the cap. So that's always a positive as well. So they have enough draft capital to make a splash this year and get better and get younger. So I think, you know, the future is bright for Orlando. Mm-hmm. Real quick, Don, before you go, remember uh, they had Steve Clifford. They mutually uh, parted ways with him, but they fired him, whatever. And they hired Jamal Mosley, a, an assistant for the Mavs. So we will see how that move works out for them. Um, yeah, Dom, what are your thoughts on the vision of the future and what you do with this current team for the Magic? All right, so, um, you met, you ain't mentioned a few people, so Mo Wagner, um, I'm not going to resign him. Um, <clears throat> Dwayne Bacon, I'm going to get rid of his team option. I'm going to decline his team option. And here's the thing with the Magic. Mm-hmm. They have, they don't have a strong offense at all. They don't have many offensive talents on the team, but their defensive potential is insane. Just because, you know, Mo Bamba is seven, 
is like seven foot and fast. Wendell Carter Jr. is relatively fast at his height. So they have two speedy centers. And then they got um, – and then Jonathan Isaac, when he comes back, he's another – he's like six foot 11. He's fast as shit. Like, there's a lot of speed on this team and on the on the on from the bigs. And when you got some a bunch of fast-ass big men that are kind of strong, then you feel me? That's that's the the pain is going to be protected. So you know they have a strong pain presence, and then their guards are pretty decent at defending. You know Gary Harris is known for his defense. Obviously, like we said, they'll probably try to get rid of him and his twenty million dollar contract this season. But I mean, they resign this guy. A lot of it's going to come down to how he develops. And again, he's he was he was playing really well before his injury. And I do think he has potential here. I just think he needs to get out of um, – <clears throat> I think the pressure of Philly, you know, just what he, – he just wasn't – he just wasn't good enough for the pressure that came with being the number one pick in Philly. But I think, you know, in a calmer setting in Orlando, you know, Orlando doesn't have the strongest fan base, so it's not like everybody on his dick. <laughs> so, you feel me? I think Markel definitely has a chance to grow out here and they paid him the money. They paid him the money, hoping for that, you know, hoping for that growth. So a lot's going to come down to him. A lot's going to come down to the um, <clears throat> continued improvement from Cole Anthony. You know, he's going to be an important part of their offense moving forward. So I think one big question with the team is um, what do you want to do? And actually, and I think them getting RJ Hampton was a good move as well. And I think um, Chuma, Chuma Okiki, I think he got a little potential out there just because he's another big that's kind of fast and, you know, can play. It's like their front court is just mainly a defensive front court, for real. And so all their scoring, for the most part, is going to come from the from the backcourt. So that's why the backcourt players are going to have to get a lot better But in terms of scoring. But, I mean, a lot of it's going to come down to what do they want to do with Terrence Ross. I think that's going to be their biggest, you know, decision coming with um in these couple of years. He's still under contract till 2023, so he's still got two more years left. So do you want to keep him and have him mentor people? Because, I mean, he's not making too, too much, but even then, he's still their fourth highest paid player on the team after Isaac and Fultz and Gary Harris. So, you know, they're, it's a matter of are they going into full tank mode or are they, you know, do they do that? Are they going to try and make like a push or something like that? But if they can, I would try. There are teams that can use Terrence Ross and there are teams that don't need their draft picks and shit like that. So I would look into moving trading Terrence Ross, especially since because of his age. I mean, Michael Carter Williams, he's, he's cheap. I would still try to move him just because I wouldn't plan on resigning him. I don't think he's useful for this team at all. So, I mean, I would try to make those few moves. But, I mean, the Magic are in a good spot. They got young talent. They got potential. And I'm pretty sure they got a decent amount of draft picks out of that trade to Chicago. So, the bigger thing to me is – Go ahead. I like the position they're in now better than I did last year when they had, you know – when they had Aaron Gordon and Vucevic and Fournier. The bigger thing to me is, is I don't – you're not going to be able to keep both Wendell and Mo. 
So you might have to just try. You might have to just trade Wendell for real. Because you're trying to you're trying to do the sneaky thing and get Mo kind of a contract a lot like. And real quick, they did a great job because Markel Fultz he signed for three years, like sixteen million. Isaac yeah. has signed four years, seventeen million. He's got the injuries, yeah. obviously, so they need him to be you know they both do yeah to work. But if he's healthy, then that is perfect. Um, and those are your two basically your long term contracts, and they're not bad at all. So yeah. if you can get if you can get Mo at that price, perfect. But you, it just doesn't make sense to have two centers at that price. Um, so Wendell's probably gonna have to get traded as well um, as Gary and Terrence. And it's kind of, I think you just gotta. This is why we have our draft analyst, Darnell here. Darnell, yeah, with the fifth pick. Are they going – Is the, what are the chances they get a star, a star score? Because that's really what they need. They need a shooting guard or a wing who can just score by themselves, basically. Can be an individual score because they're not going to have much help. What are the chances that they get that player? Um, that's pretty tough because cool. there's a few options that they – go ahead. Kuminga is a is Kuminga more of a defensive player? I'm pretty sure, isn't he like a tall, long defensive shooting guard? I mean, small forward. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's like a six eight, uh, two hundred and ten pound forward, but he has scoring potential. He can have, he he his problem is he's not consistent, so he shows flashes, but it's not something that you see on a night to night basis from the defensive end. So you know he can play defense. His willingness is, you know, that's the question. But offensively, mm-hmm. he has some potential. He can score from all three levels, but he's still raw. That's his problem. And I think in that environment, it'll allow him to grow. So I think it makes sense for him at five. But I think Scotty Barnes is probably the better prospect at this point. So I think they'll consider him as well. And at eight, they can get a score at eight if they wanted to. So they can go possibly get a Keon Johnson from Tennessee or they can even – you said they need a shooting guard, right? I, I would say shooting guard, small forward who can score, something like that. I got a question, yeah. Darnell. What do you mm-hmm. think about Davion Mitchell? I was just thinking about him at eight. Um, that might Let's be a little high I- for him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was projected to be like a mid, like, like, a, 13, like a 15. Yeah. yeah. Currently, he's mocked to thir- at 13 to the Pacers, but that's all fluid. And you never – these these mocks are never right. Man, don't yeah. make him go to the Pacers, bro. The Magic would be cool if they just going to be defensive anyway, like – he can, he can just run out and transition. They're just going to stop everybody, every play. Oh, <laughs> yeah. one one thing I did forget real quick. Cole Anthony is nice, too. Um, yeah. Especially as a backup option. So, they really are, like, loaded. But, again, he's just not a scorer. He's more of a – he's a setup guy. That's why he when he was – Don't get him wrong. Don't get it twisted. He's, he can he score. He can I don't think he's a scorer. All right, I'll put it that way. He can score. Yeah. He can score. I'm not saying he's Ricky Rubio out there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
I remember because early last year I was like, hey man, they got to play this dude Cole Anthony a little bit more. But he wasn't supposed to start. You know what I mean? When Fultz got hurt, just obviously at the start. And then he was the only point guard on the team. And I was like, oh well. Mm-hmm. Not ready for all that yet. Still they, had S- they had MC dubs. <laughs> Who? <laughs> MC traded. <laughs> I'm trying to trade his little $3 million contract as is. <laughs> Man, cheap as hell. Get him off my team. Yeah. For the Magic, hey, man, it's a well-run situation. I don't – the moves are kind of obvious, but I think they're so obvious that they know them. So they're just like, all right. Because they, yeah. they set it up like this. <clears throat> they looked at their team. They are like, you know what? Cool as it is being the eighth seed every year in this stupid-ass conference. Let's just not this year. It was really the Aaron Gordon injury. Remember, he got hurt for a couple weeks, and then they just start sucking. They're like, yeah. all right, well, if it takes Eric, if it takes all of us being healthy just to make the eighth seed. <laughs> is it really worth it? <laughs> not at all. Nope. Because the thing is, every year they always start off as like a top three seed in the conference. They always go like eight and two, like every every year. Hey man, and Steve then, is a mini version of uh, Thibodeau. Thibodeau, Thibodeau was a first seed at one point. I said a mini version, bro. He's never had Derrick Rose. Relax. He's never had an MVP on his team, but he do be running them into the ground. Bro, he made Vucevic an all-star. I want to hear that. Chill on Steve. He made Kemba look great. That is true. I didn't even say he was Thibodeau. He's a poor version of him. He got this team to the playoffs every year with Vucevic and Aaron Gordon. And Fournier. Every year. Hey, man. I mean, how? what was he supposed to do? Thibodeau would have got him to like a six seed. Poor man's Thibodeau. There's nothing wrong with that. It just doesn't work for it. It worked. Hey, they liked him for three years. They almost got the. Did he get, did he get the Hornets in the playoffs? Or were they always just a nine seed? Nah, they they were in one year and then got swept. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, I just watched Thibodeau in there losing five. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. Yeah. Steve can Steve can lose in five. Steals that game one. I don't think he's done it yet. Oh wait, no, nah, no, nah, he do be doing it. He uh, did doing it every it. year. He did it with the magic. I forgot. Yeah. He definitely took one from Toronto. He definitely took one from Milwaukee. Yeah. And they just think is Giannis really built? <laughs> <laughs> Is Yaz going to collapse against Vucevic? <laughs> that was that was actually a question. It was a serious concern because <laughs> that was after he just lost to the to the Raptors. So they were like, so "He's going to lose a Vucevic now too." <laughs> Is this your MVP? By the way, by the way, real quick. Now that we're talking about it, that might be the move. That's the Whoa. trade of the deadline. And 
Honestly. Sorry to go back to this. But it's the exact reason I want to trade Carl Anthony Towns from the Timberwolves. They see the light. They're like, bro, this offensive center stuff is cool. But all you so really need, need you need the ass. Huh? <laughs> you need a pay protector, man. <laughs> you need a pay protector who could go outside yeah. and guard something a little bit. And the thing is, as much as they're holding on, as much as they're, they're really trying not to play Mo because they don't want to pay him, that's the plan, by the way. For those, Oh, for those who don't know, um, we, we assume that the Magic have this plan of not playing Mo Bamba as much because they want to lower his, lower his you know, value a little bit and get him on a lower contract than he deserves. Because last year we saw him play, and every time he walked onto the court, he was a positive. It was pretty remarkable, actually. And it only happened after the Vucevic trade. But we were like, why don't they play him? And the answer is, we don't know. So we have to yeah. assume that that's the theory. And it's not a bad. It's not a bad move. It's actually a genius move. That's what they're doing. I'd yeah. sign him right now. Like here you yeah. go. We'll, we'll give you fourteen million for real. Four years. <laughs> nah, five. Damn, fourteen for five years. That'd be crazy. That'd be nice and shit. Yep. Yeah. All you. Yeah. All you need is a. All you need is a center that can move. <laughs> Literally, a center that's a little mobile. Because. I mean, if if you just if you just paint bound, see how that goes. Especially if you already can't play defense, like Vuce, like Vucevic, too damn fucking slow, and, and paint bound and not be able to do anything down there. Yeah, I mean that's why Canton can't be a star fan. But I mean, hey man, they made the move. It was a great move, and the Bulls are in a worse position because of this. So. <laughs> hey, we'll get to them. Um, but yeah, as far as the magic, um looking forward, hey man, the future looks bright for this team. Um I, I like I like yeah, I like how this going with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Next year, what do you guys think they do just next season? Darnell. Next season. I think they'd probably finish in a 10 to 12 range in the conference. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there. Yeah. No, that's tough. That's a little high. Yeah, yeah I'd say probably good. in the 10 to 12 range. I think it really depends on Isaac because I don't really know. And obviously the new coach, Jamal. But I don't – I don't know how you score on them. A lot of it to yeah, me is going to depend exactly. on the play Mobamba. Is really if they play Mo Bamba or not. Also, Markel, when is he going to get back? Because he tore his ACL, right? Yeah. So, when is he going to get back? Gary's always going to be hurt. Yeah. Just the fact of the matter. Um, yeah. But to me, a lot of it comes down to basically Isaac and Markel. But assuming that they won't be kind of – and there's no rush to have them back. Kind of agree, no. now. They might just – if, if they just continue to not play low, huh? I start just sitting off for a year if they, you know, if if they're any if they're hampered at all. We want these high picks. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, you could sit Mo, sit Isaac, 
and sit Markel for real to say, you know what, fuck it. Go ahead, Wendell. Boost your value. We'll trade you at the trade deadline. Gary, just play. Trade yeah. you. And there you go. Terrence. Yeah. See, the Thunder, I mean, the Magic can get away with what the Thunder trying to do. Don't nobody care about them. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And they, they also they also wouldn't have done it for too long. So only be this. This is only this would be like the first year doing it for real, committing yeah. to it. Yeah. Hey, who do you think is leading scorer next TP. year? TTP. I don't know. <laughs> Just the process. Who do you think is the leading scorer next year? Terrence Ross. Lead leading scorer Markel. If he plays. It all depends on if he plays. If he plays, I think Markel. Terrence Ross. I was thinking. Go ahead. I was just going to say Terrence Ross because he's getting 20 shots a game. But go ahead. I was thinking, I was thinking Terrence Ross, too. That was going to be my guy. Definitely he has to, though, right? He he's has to. He's got to shoot World the ball. Markel. That's why Evan was their leading scorer for a little bit. Was he or was it just – I thought it was Vooch all the time. It was like – they were teetering. Nah, Vooch averaged like 27. For, yeah, averaged like 20. Vooch averaged 24 and a half. Fournier averaged 19.7. Close. <laughs> he led them sometimes. They don't have Vooch, so. Occasionally. <laughs> Where was Markel? Since you want to laugh at me, Markel was at twelve point nine. Co Anthony was at twelve point nine. Terrence Ross, Ross was at fifteen point six. So Aaron Gordon go. was at fourteen point six. There you go. Damn. Damn. Terrence Ross. All right. Hey man, we'll see what the what the Magic do. Obviously, with the draft coming up soon, those picks. And, hey, man, a lot of versatility on this roster. They've been building with these defensive wings and centers for years, and now we might be able to see it come full circle. So it's going to be fun to see what they do.